1: First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio. And a problem in church is some of
2: us can't handle correction. You get offended, you take it personal, you're attacking me and my feelings. Get over yourself. Everyone gets corrected. It's
1: life.
2: Boy, when I go back to school and show the pictures, this is a win. (laughs) Amen. I don't know what your win is. But don't let no man tell you no if God has called yes to you. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not below. You are blessed coming in and blessed coming out. You better know your name. I have favor on my life because I am God's favorite. My God, you better say it for yourself. I have favor on my life because I'm God's favorite. I'm the apple of his eye. And praise God, my steps have been ordered by him. And Lord, I thank you today that your words is no good thing. Shall you withhold from those who walk uprightly? So Father God, I thank you the windows of heaven are open to me. Lord, I thank you today that the doors I knock on will open. Father God, I thank you today that you are raising up people to use their power, their ability, and their influence to help fulfill the vision you have given me. Lord, I thank you today that the best way to predict my future is to speak it for the word says death and life are in the power of the tongue the word says that we shall decree a thing and we shall be so so father God I thank you today that I speak it into the atmosphere and father God my future is being created by the words of my mouth and lord I thank you today that I call it done in Jesus name everyone say I received that for my life come on I received that for my life come on praise God right there I received that for my life hallelujah Glory to God. That boy, that boy went not them. I said, Jay, 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 you went way past, man. I said, but I haven't seen you like this before. You're usually a really quiet and reserved cat. I said, but today, something got in you. I like that. That thing needs to stay in you more. Amen. Hallelujah. Boldness. The Bible says the righteous are bold as lions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where am I at? Verse 18, therefore, I counsel you to purchase for me gold. Yeah, refined. To be truly wealthy and white clothes to clothe you. Praise God. And this is talking about a new identity. To keep the shame of your nudity and of being seen and salve your eyes. Uh, uh, Laosidea was known for eye ointment. So he's saying the stuff you put in your eyes is not working because you can't see. Glory to God. Verse 19, those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I tell them their faults, convict and convince and reprove and chasten, I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic in earnest and burning with zeal, repent, change your mind, attitude. I was reading a story uh, this week from uh, Chad Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. He was on an interview on one of my sports shows I was watching, and they said, what makes the New England Patriots different? He said, because if y'all watch football, New England is always at the top. He said, what makes them different? Chad says, well, the first day I got signed with New England Patriots, in our first meeting, Coach Belichick put up a game that, uh, that Tom Brady played against the New York Jets. It was the last game of that season. They didn't win the championship that year. And he says, Coach Belichick, Belichick went in on Tom Brady. And I mean, he said he cut him to pieces. And he says, after I saw him cut up. Tom Brady, I was in line the rest of the time. Because if you could talk to Tom Brady like that, I know you'll find me. And what he says was, the reason they're successful is see, the highest can handle correction. And the problem in church is some of us can't handle correction. You get offended, you take it personal, you're attacking me and my feelings. Get over yourself. Everyone gets corrected. It's life. I told that boy, Josiah, I said, son, you You know, I always talk to my kids. I said, you know, they were, they were at the basketball camp, and they were all doing dunks in between practices. And I said, son, I see your eyes lighting up to dunking. Close them. I said, that's not wisdom. I said, dunking a ball in between practices will not get you where you want to be. Because if you do that and tear your ACL, you're lost. That's not a part of the camp. But those, and I'm not mad at those young kids. I said, but they don't belong to me. You're mine. Wisdom. You don't have to prove that. That's not part of the test today. Wisdom. So then I tell Josiah, when Josiah makes a mistake, I said, Josiah, was that wisdom? Explain it to me. Why, what could you have done better? So we went to one of our friends' house in Atlanta, so I see Josiah pull the little boy off to the side. "Hey man, how your daddy afford all this?" What he doing? I said, "Come, come come here, come here <laughs> Come, come, come here, child. Anybody have to grab your? Ch- just, 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 just come over here. Sit right, don't be asking people their business, man. You don't know them like that. Shut up. But Daddy, you told me to ask questions. Anybody have that child be asking questions at the wrong time? Golly.
0: Jesus.
2: Then we get in the car to go eat dinner. He asked it again, didn't he, Charmaine? So what We you say? Yeah, wait a time to stop. I said, Josiah, stop, man. Please, don't, don't do this no more. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I love your questions, but not now. No, don't ask about their money. Don't ask about what they do. He might be a drug dealer and we just love Jesus. Don't do that. <laughs> we're trying to get home tonight. Please. Don't ask me about their money. No, you eight years old and you were trying to pump information out of a little boy. The little boy six years old. He's talking about, I don't know what my daddy does. I said, I said, I said, I said this dude, Josiah, is a private eye. Okay? He, <laughs> he. So I had to check him. I said, come on. I said, son, don't do that. So, how about this? If I don't correct you, it means I don't love you. I love you because, I correct you because I love you. So if I don't correct you, like your kids, you're really saying, I don't love my children. So now you've got to make a decision. Do, do I really love my kids? Because see, either, the, either God's the, the truth and every man's a liar. He says, so for those he loves, he corrects. I had one of my coaches, says, he says, when I stop talking to you, start packing your bags. But as long as I'm talking to you, you still got a chance. Marriage folk, as long as they tell talking to you, you're all right. When they stop talking, they sleep sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> As long as we're talking, we can work on something. Now, I, if you if you have sleep one eye open, just leave till y'all figure that out. Look what Hebrew says: for the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone, 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 everyone. I want y'all to hear that because sometimes you feel like the people or your superiors don't get corrected. God is a God of order. And you may not see their correction, but bless God, they get corrected. Everyone does. My God, we were on a plane. We had the the, the front seats of the plane, me and my crew. And um, I was put, you know, I'm I'm the the designated uh, bagger stuffer of things. Amen. So I tell everybody, I say, I got this. So I'm packing stuff up and I put my back here. Let the students say, no, 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 don't do that. Bag, space. Space, bag. I, I don't see a sign that says don't. Do you know, all you know, my brain is working. God's like, oh. I said, praise the Lord. I said, okay. I said, you know what? I said, no problem. Uh, this is your space and you have authority here. Because, see, I understand if I try to overset my bounds, uh, TSA will be here very quickly. And uh, I'll be off the plane, out the airport, and arrested. So, therefore... You got it. Whatever you like. And see what oftentimes we forget about authority. And we want to rebel. But you better know where you're located when you start rebelling.
1: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now, let's get back to the word.
2: Because, see, see, you may think you're talking to the stewardess, but you're really talking to Homeland Security. Say, so you, you, oh, I checked her. Okay, okay. <laughs> you think you got away with that one. When the plane land? <laughs> There's going to be a misunderstanding. I know this. But we went going to Vegas one time, and this individual was kind of loud and rude. They actually, they were young people. They were drunk on the plane. And um, it was really cussing, really loud, right, like you don't want to right behind you. And, the, and, you know, the alcohol is so strong, you smell it on your ear. <laughs> some of y'all never had some say, Well, you smell your, your ear smell. Lord oh, Jesus. Man, so I said, dude, you, you need to hold it down, brother. Who are you talking to? Jeez, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You got the alcohol courage. I will break your face, man. Please. <laughs> you know when you try to calm yourself down. <laughs> I said, I said, so I said it again. I said, man, keep, look, they got kids on the plane. Kids hold down. I know you're going to Vegas it's your first time. You probably never left your house before. And, you know, <laughs> you're know, you, 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 you getting lit right now on the plane. I'm just saying, please don't cuss around me. It kind of hurts my feelings. Who are you? I said, okay, man. I, I'm, no, I'm a nobody, man. I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody about how I can choke you. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just trying to hold on, y'all. I was trying to hold on. and then, But, you know, I had some of my friends with me. We were all athletes at the time. And, um, man, I had to go to the problem. Was, I said, look, we're going to fix this when we get off the plane, okay? It don't make sense doing that. So we, when we get off the plane, we're going to handle this, right? Golly. So before I, so my bags were at the back of the plane because they wouldn't let me put my bags where I want to put them. So you guys to let everybody get off the plane. to Go get your bag. By the time I get out of the bag, my brother hemmed up security. Because he, you know, he met the guys in the, in the middle of the walkway and he gave him a throat chop. <laughs> <laughs> Athletes, boy, we it. The dude couldn't breathe. They hemmed my, my brother up. And the pilot had to come get us, the pilot. He said, no, no, these guys are trying to stop it. So they were going to arrest us three. I wanted, I said, this it. I come out, I said, what happened? I said, man, dude start talking crazy as we we're walking off the plane, Jomo. And I had to just, you know, help him with his throat. All you got to do is a little quick chop. No, don't do this. Don't. But they stopped talking real quick. So, I have learned not to start trouble on planes. So, the lady told me, stop, stop. And she came back. She said, no, I was kind of rude and abrupt. I said, it's all good. This is your zone, and you have authority, and I honor authority, because anybody that goes against authority goes against God, and you always lose, always, always, because God honors authority. Even people who ain't acting right, you better honor Okay, let me leave that alone. Praise the Lord. Look, he says, behold, verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears and listens and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and be with him. Now, there's two meanings to come in. Number one, he says, I'm knocking on the door of your heart. How many altar calls are you going to miss? How many times I'm going to call on you and you never answer? I keep calling you every Sunday. you won't come, come to me. You're going to come. Like, You're I don't feel like a day. I ain't ready. I ain't right. I ain't holy. Let me help you. You'll never be right. You'll never be holy. You're all. We're always dealing with something. And then the other translation meant this. Jesus is saying, I'm on the outside of your church. Can I come in? I'm outside. Can I come to church? Because see, I, I don't feel like I'm welcome in your church. So when you read it, some people thought it was just a heart. No, he's saying, he's actually outside the door. And he says, I don't feel welcome in your church. Church, we got to look at ourselves. And that's why you have to die to self. Because self will kill all of this. Number 21, he says, he, over, he who overcomes is victorious. I grant him to sit beside me on my throne. As my as self overcame, was victorious, and sat down beside my father in heaven. Wisdom keys. Uh, he's able to hear and listen to him. And heed what the Holy Spirit says. Okay, wisdom keys. Look what it says: We must stay on fire. Romans twelve eleven. Never lag in zeal and earnest endeavor. Be a glow and burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Every now and then, person pastor, I don't really go to church. I just watch on TV. I said, "Well, you're going to burn out." Why, pastor? Why am I going to burn out? Well, for all my barbecue fans. When when your charcoal gets low and has a little flicker, how can you keep the fire going? Everyone wants to add more charcoal. So one charcoal by itself will eventually burn out. But if it's low, all you have to do is add a couple more charcoals around it and it lights up again. Some of you are burning low because you don't get around enough fire. The reason why you lukewarm is you're not around the fire, because if you stay around the fire, you're going to stay warm. But if you stay away from the fire, you're going to start to burn down. All of a sudden, I don't feel it anymore. I don't know. Wishy-washy. Eh, but sometimes I feel like I'm not, sometimes I don't. I feel God today. I don't feel God today. No, no, if you stay in the fire, you never get to that place. Rejoice and exalt in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering. Be patient in what? Man, we went to all these trips this week for my kids. I don't know about y'all, but my kids cost me a lot of money. Am I the only one that feels this? When I looked at how much I invest in these children, Lord Jesus, it's all. I mean, glory to God. Whoo, Jesus. If you look at that number, anybody look at that number lately? Don't do it to yourself. I went ahead and told her that whole number one time. I said, I'm working for children. (laughs) uh, I'm working for children. And I said, you know, it's all good. Praise the Lord. And I had all these plans this week, y'all. Great plans this week. This is what's going to happen here. This is what's going to happen here. This is what's going to happen here. And guess what? None of it happened. And I had to talk to myself. I said, Jomo, why do you do this to yourself? Telling God what's going to happen. Anybody try to tell God what's going to happen? He you tell God, this is the plan, Lord. This is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna marry her. She have two kids, three dogs, and blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden you marry a heathen and all Jesus. Because oftentimes your plan, raise your hand if you don't have a you had this perfect plan. And and God, pooh. now what you're gonna do. Patient in suffering and tribulation. And look, to be patient in suffering, you got to be constant in prayer. <laughs> so I got to stay in hope, but I still got to be steadfast as I go through this storm. And then I got to be constant in prayer. Man, I, I, man, this was going to happen this week, and this was going to happen. And at the end of the week, I looked at my sky, I said, "Man, I didn't nothing happen that I thought." I said, "But Lord, you're still in control." I got home safely. Praise the Lord! I got we got in, We landed about. A, 11.45, you never want to be, by the way, you never want to be at Atlanta, Hartsfield Airport at 9.30 on a Sunday night. Cause that means you ain't going to get home till. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to sleep about 1.30, got up at 5.30, reviewed my notes, and here I am on, on four hours. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. But I'll see, I don't need much. I just need a couple of charcoals and some lighter fluid, and I'm ready to go. Because, see, I understand I I never let my fire get so low. All you got to do is put lighter fluid on me. (laughs) Glory to God. Contribute to the needs of God's people. Sharing in the necessities of the saints. Pursue the practice of uh, hospitality. The next one, message Bible, look what it says. Don't burn out. And, And we leaving for Chicago tonight. Go see another doctor. Yes, I'm no limit soldier. Yes, Lord Jesus. On the bird again. We've been on three flights this week. Now, nah, stop. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Keep yourself fueled and aflame. Be alert, servants of master, cheerfully, expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Look at your neighbor and say, Don't quit. Come on, look at the neighbor say, Don't quit. You might be here the first time. Don't quit. They might be right now debating what they're gonna do. Look at the neighbor and say, Don't quit. God has brought you too far to leave you now. Don't quit. Look what it says. (laughs) Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'll close with this. Now, we're over time a little bit because we went too long in praise and worship, but I'm I'm not apologizing for that. I'm just telling you about the time. Amen. Glory to God. As long as God's glorified, I'm good. Henry Morrison was a missionary to Africa. One day he was coming home from Africa on a ship, which was also carrying Teddy Roosevelt, the president. When the ship docked in New York, thousands of people came to greet the president. But no one cheered for Morrison. Morrison. Henry Morrison had served the Lord for 40 years in Africa. As he watched the crowds g- greet Theodore Roosevelt, he became dejected to think he had served the Lord all these years and not one person came to meet him. Morrison said that as he walked down the pathway, he felt depressed. A voice whispered to him, Henry, don't worry, you're not home yet. Then he saw a vision multiplied of thousands. Of Africans standing at the gates of heaven, those who he had reached for Christ, applauding him as he entered heaven. If you're not being recognized down here on earth, if you're not getting the applause and the praise you think you deserve on earth, remember this this is not your home. Woo! See, see, I don't want the celebration here. I want the celebration when I meet Jesus, when he can say, Well done my good and faithful servant enter into the joy of Lord I'm not looking for pat on the backs here I'm going to be hot or I'm going to be cold and I'm going to make up my mind that I'm going to make a difference I ask you today what are you doing with your dash you can't control the day you were born and you don't know the day you're going to die but that middle, that dash make a dent let the world know you were here. Do something. Let there be a book when you get to heaven saying the book of John. And you're another John. Because all the book of the Bibles is the stories about people's lives. Give, us, give to God something to talk about.
1: When are you going to step out and be what God's called you?